Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit, where we bring you the secrets behind what it actually takes to be successful as a podcast guest without being sleazy or salesy. I'm your host, Christine Ammerman. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Janton. Together, we're sharing the tips and strategies that we and our clients have used to generate seven figures from podcast guesting so that you can tap into the true power of your podcast interviews. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your business, a podcaster who wants to grow your own show, or both, you're in the right place. Welcome to Podcast Guesting for Profit. Do you ever find yourself feeling like you have to constantly think about having the back of your mind, creating new pieces of content to the point where it feels like a hustle? It feels like a grind. It feels like something you have to show up and figure out every single day. Well, guess what? You're not alone. We've been there and we hear this all of the time. And so this is what we're talking about today, how to repurpose content. So welcome to this episode of Podcast Guesting for Profit. Let's get into it. One of the things that stresses people out the most the people that we talk to, is how to possibly get and remain consistent with content, no matter what is going on in your life, so that your business keeps showing up, getting in front of people, you keep growing your audience, you keep connecting. And yet, let's face it, a lot of days we do not feel like creating content. Some days we feel really inspired and in flow, and we post that content, we write it and post it at the same time. Some days we feel the opposite of that way. We feel like hiding. We don't feel like showing up. Something's happening in our life, whatever the case may be. And we go quiet. We go silent. The great news for you, if you're listening to this, is that as somebody who has been a podcast guest and or a host, you, my friend, are already sitting on a gold mine of content. You, my friend, can create a month's worth of content or more very easily from just one episode. That's right. One podcast episode can be transformed, transmuted into 30 or more pieces of content. How expansive is that? Now, there's also a reason that everybody isn't waking up and doing this every day. We're going to talk about that. What I really want you to begin to open your mind to is that it can be a lot simpler. It can be a lot easier. And like most things in business, we're the ones who are making it hard. So let's talk about the benefits for you of repurposing. And we can talk about also why we don't and what to do about that. But first of all, let's talk about the number one most expansive benefit of repurposing content. My lovely co-host, Nicole, would you take it away? Yes, gladly. So the first and perhaps the most obvious benefit of repurposing your content is to save time. And let me just drive this home because every one of us as entrepreneurs, time is our most valuable resource, right? And so how can we save time and maximize our time? 
Repurposing is really one of the keys to allow you to do this because now instead of just sitting down every day, if that's how you do it, or perhaps if you do it once a month and just trying to crank out 30 pieces of content from scratch, good for you if you've been doing that up to this point, but it doesn't have to be so time consuming or so hard. When you're able to grab an existing podcast episode that you've already put so much time and energy into sharing your wisdom in, it allows you to start with a solid foundation rather than having to start from scratch. Because most of us, when we just sit down at a blank screen or a blank page, it becomes much harder to create as opposed to in conversation, in connection. Oftentimes these hosts pull out the best in you. If you're having a conversation with somebody, or maybe even if you're a host yourself and you love to just riff on the mic, oftentimes our best content comes out during this time. So instead of sitting down and wasting a bunch of time trying to rack your brain, you can leverage this gold that you've already shared and reduce any of this brainstorming, researching, creating time to instead focus that on editing it and creating this really impactful piece of content for your audience. And it's just going to be so much more efficient because you already have this core content. You've already shared so much of your wisdom and energy in these episodes. So why not expand it? Why not have it reach even more people? And this really reminds me of the quote, work smarter, not harder. And I know you have an even more interesting quote around this, right, Christine? Yeah. So we have these cliches, right? Work smarter, not harder. Another one that I've heard a ton over the last 20 years in business is you need to spend more time working on your business and not in it. And this comes from the classic entrepreneurial book, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. And if you're anything like me, is on so many lists that at some point, I opened it up and read it and, you know, maybe, maybe I didn't get far into it. Maybe it just wasn't resonant, but I kind of wanted to throw it across the room when it was like, work on your business and that. And I was like, it's me. My business is me. It's just me. How am I supposed to be doing that? Right. There is no business if I'm not working in it. This is a very practical way to work on your business, to create some leverage for yourself even if you don't have a team, even if you feel like you're just swimming in the sea of solitude, trying to figure all of this out, wearing all of the hats that a solopreneur does, or if you have a team, what a gift to be able to create time for you and your team. This is working on your business because you are taking a piece of content, you are taking a solid professionally produced piece of content and you are turning it. It's like the loaves and the fishes, baby. You're multiplying it exponentially. You're turning it into a miracle, which is that you don't have to think about content for a month or more. Like what if a month from today, you literally hadn't had to think about content? You hadn't had to wake up with that thing in the back of your mind. It's like, what am I going to post today? It feels like dread. Nicole has taught me that dread is fear of something that is actually likely to happen versus anxiety, which is fear of something that probably won't. I deal with both. So welcome to my brain. Dread is something that 
is probably going to happen. Meaning like if you get up and are dreading creating a piece of content and you don't create that piece of content, the fact that you didn't post on social will happen today, right? Versus giving yourself and your business the gift of more space to focus on the big ideas that can come through. Whereas if every day we're keeping ourselves in the churn of content creation, we are keeping ourselves small, people. We are keeping ourselves small. We are not zooming out to focus on the ideas, the inspiration, the flow, the clarity that comes from having space in a mind that is not frantic, that is not in fight or flight, which is how content creation feels a lot of the time. If we're doing it on the regular out of a place of pressure, right? As opposed to out of a place of pleasure, as out of a place of, of passion, out of a place of probably why you got into this business in the first place, right? And yet we've created another job for ourselves because every day we have to show up and do this repetitive task called creating content. So what if you played with the idea that getting off of this thing that feels like a hamster wheel, a little hamster that runs on it in my kid's school, actually, this thing's a little more free, but it's still inside a plastic ball that runs around in my kid's classroom, right? So let's get out of that plastic ball probably doesn't smell very good and create some freedom to get out into the fresh air of growth and innovation. And like, also, by the way, living your life, right? The name of this business is life with passion. It is not life with work 80 hours a week and see what else you have left over after that, right? So we're talking about what are the actual practical tools and strategies that we can use to create that life for ourselves so that we have a business that we love and we also have a life that we love. And this is a game changer, both for your lifestyle and also for your brain, for your mind, for your creativity, for possibility, for expansion. Stop keeping yourself small and start playing with this idea of you're already sitting on potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars of converting content that is not being leveraged into language that helps you grow your business with less effort. You've already done the hard part. Give yourself the permission to use it and reuse it and If you can't give yourself the permission right now, then that shows you what the real issue is. There's a deeper issue here about something that you believe to be true. And it's not, by the way, that you don't have time to do this. It's not that you don't have time to do this. These things are very easily accessible. These things are very, very easy to repurpose and create something that stands out because you've already recorded it. And so if there's a deeper issue here, congratulations, now you're aware of it. And if there's not, what does it look like? What are the possibilities here for repurposing? What can this content 
actually represent at the outset, Nicole? Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the time we get stuck in this churn of content creation because it becomes our baby. We care so much about it. We want to deliver the highest value that we can to our audience, which are amazing values to have as an entrepreneur. But I'd like to expand your mind here that repurposing isn't just some way to cut corners, you know, shave a little bit of time off of your work, but it's actually an opportunity to potentially create your best content yet because it truly has your voice embedded and integrated into the content because it came straight from your voice, not from your written voice, not from your perfect little, you know, pen to paper voice that we often try to create, but from your true authentic voice that you shared in a real conversation. So repurposing this is really going to be gold for your content because now your audience is able to hear so much more of you, even if you were just per se, uh, repurposing it into written content, but it also expands the possibilities because you could create audio, you could create video, you can create graphics. There are so many options and ultimately it's going to be from this place of quality, which is what we all really care about, right? We are here to serve. We want to provide as much value as we can. And this is going to allow you to do that because instead of sitting down at the computer, churning out that content, you can spend a lot more time editing it, perfecting it, and really making sure that it deeply resonates with your audience. Even if you're somebody who still wants to, you know, spend a bunch of time at your content, this is going to allow you to create more possibility and potentially more quality in your content, which is really exciting. Cause I think this is something people worry about a lot, right, Christine? Oh my gosh, we are so worried about sounding like a broken record, about capitalizing on flow and on inspiration. And look, I am a flow person. I'm an inspiration person. Like Nicole can tell you, when I get ideas, normally I go to bed really early. I had an idea at 11 o'clock last night. I was like, oh, great. We're feeling this, right? Like creatives, passionate people, we communicators. We love to have that feeling, that download, that inspiration of bringing something forth. And we love to post it right then because like we have this belief that the energy carries all the way through and it needs to go up right with, um, right when it was created, the space and the ability to do more like with less that extremely leveraged productivity is, is what is on the other side of this, is what is on the other side of giving yourself permission to, re to repurpose. And actually, I'm going to say something that might be a little bit confronting, which is if you are worried about saying the same thing over and over again, it's because you're worried about it being boring for you. Like you might be, you might believe that, it's going to be boring for those people. But the truth is you post something today, you post the exact same thing in a month or 90 days. Statistics show that probably the same people will like it. And also that they won't remember that they liked it between 30 or 90 days. So allow yourself the permission that to quote one of my favorite marketers, marketing teachers I've ever learned from Avery Ford, the energy with which you create content is the energy with which it will be received. 
it doesn't have to be posted immediately. So if you created content in a flow state, channeling, inspired, excited, interacting, connecting, like you probably are that human if you're listening to this, then that energy can be picked up and repurposed 30 days from now. It doesn't have to have that desperate energy attached to it of, oh my gosh, I have to get this out right now. I got Right? How many times have you told yourself that story? Because I'm raising my hand. So if you created it in a certain energy, that energy can be carried forward whenever you post it. Now, what if getting known for one thing, because I see you, multi-passionate person, I see you, person who struggles to niche because what you do is intangible and how do I talk about it? And I don't want to give my, you know, my niche or my avatar a name and decide what magazines they read. And that's not me. And that's how I, not how I help people. And that's not who I attract. And so I don't niche because this work can help everyone. I see you. Also, how important branding and specificity is are to our brains. So again, I'm going to quote Avery here. I love you, Avery. One of the most powerful workshops that I've ever sat in. This is the most powerful thing that he said. Learn to beat the drum of your core content. He said, Mel Robbins, perfect example. How many different ways can that woman find to talk about the five-second rule? How many different ways? This woman has millions of followers. This woman has multiple best-selling books, a massive business. You know, at one point was the most booked, highly paid public speaker, at least in the U.S. What is she known for? One thing. What's her keynote on? One thing. The simplest thing. The simplest thing. Something called the five-second rule which you literally can teach my elementary school child, right? So simple. And she gave herself permission to be known for that. I actually just listened to one of her early, early books before she became this household name that she is now in our space. She was talking about the five second rule then. Like she didn't have her whole team and her did it, did it, did it, did it yet. She was talking about this thing like 15 years ago. Okay. So give yourself permission to say the same thing over and over to be known for something. This is how you become the go-to. This is how you get tagged. Right. And you're always going to be coming up with new angles. You're always going to be iterating. But the deal is that usually we switch messaging way too fast. If you're not already sick of talking about it, your audience doesn't remember it yet. If you're not already sick of talking about it, your audience doesn't remember it yet. You should be sick of talking about it. How do you think? I've been listening to a lot of Taylor Swift lately, y'all. How do you think Taylor feels about the songs that she sang on her most recent tour? Right? There might be a couple big stadium tours, they switch out a couple typically for the town that they're in. 
right? Which good on them. Let's customize. Let's know our audience, right? I love that stuff. And that whole tour is designed the lights, the costumes, the pan around a very specific set list. And every time that woman puts a song on an album, she is committing to singing it for the rest of her life, right? She's going to do that because that's what people want. It's working out pretty well for her, right? And her brand. So what is it going to take for you to give yourself permission to become known for a thing? Of course, you're going to be evolving. Of course, you're going to be growing. Of course, you're going to be iterating. And core messages make you memorable. So I think I'm going to end that particular rant there. <laughs> what else? If you're not already convinced, what else can repurposing do for us? Yeah, I think one of the big benefits here is just this ability to reach more people. I mean, how many of us have podcast episodes that released months, maybe years ago, and they're just sitting there collecting digital dust when instead we could be brushing it off, polishing it off and sharing it with so many more people. You know, we have the opportunity when we go with repurposing to create a lot of different forms of content that can reach a lot of different platforms. So maybe you're somebody who doesn't really love, you know, doing written content, or maybe you don't really love creating short form videos. You love doing long form conversations, which is what got you into podcasting and podcast guesting likely. Well, now you have the ability to create these more shorter, more consumable pieces of content from these longer pieces of gold that you've already shared and already created. So you're able to not only get across more platforms while maintaining your focus still on one primary platform, but also maximizing your reach, maximizing all the different types of learning styles that you might be getting in front of so that this same message can now have such a more large exponential effect. And so when we go to do this, though, it can become overwhelming because it's like, well, I have my podcast episode, but there is a ton of different platforms. There's a ton of different types of posts. How do I know what to do? And then we end up just spinning our wheels and going nowhere with repurposing. We maybe go to start, you know, writing down the key quotes as we're listening through our episode, but maybe we don't even make it through the whole episode, for example. So many of us stay stuck. We feel like, oh, it's too hard. It's going to take way too much time and effort, but really it does not have to be this way. It can be super fast and super easy. This is what Christine and I have done, and it's created so much space for our business. And so we are excited to share with you some of the strategies that we've learned in our rapid repurposing roadmap training. And we're running this training again live for the second time coming up in just a week, under a week now when this episode goes live. And so you can, if you'd like to join us, it's just $97 for a 90 minute training where we're walking you step-by-step step through every single thing that you need to take one single podcast episode or one single podcast appearance and create 30 or more pieces of content. Like we've created over 50 pieces of content from one appearance that Christine has done previously. So the power of this is huge. And I'm just excited to share these strategies with you. Is there anything else you'd add to that, Christine? 
I love that you share that this is exactly what we do. Like, if you want to know how we show up consistently, how I show up consistently on social, this is it. This is it. This is what we're talking about. My business is living proof that this works. And with the power of AI, it works even more rapidly. And oh, by the way, I still sound like myself. All the things, right? It's not cheating. And it still deeply, deeply resonates. And we want to simplify this for you. Because if you're listening to this, you most likely have a business that you love. You have a mission that is really, really important to you that you are willing to put in the work for and to show up for. And what most entrepreneurs do, I can tell you after working with them for 20 years, is we focus on the wrong things because it helps us to feel busy, because it helps us to feel productive, because dopamine. Most entrepreneurs are very dopaminergic. And so if you want to make a shift toward working on the right things, creating space to actually expand rather than continuing to tell yourself you don't have enough time, which, oh, by the way, is because you're showing up trying to write original content every day. Probably reason number one. We want to help. This is what we're doing. This resonates with you. We'd love to share with you exactly what it is that we do every month to create consistent content. Oh, by the way, I'm a person who hates content calendars, right? This still works. So we're sending you so much love. You are invited to join us for this fantastic proven training. And we can't wait to see you there. Yes. So if you'd like to grab your ticket to join us, you can head over to lifewithpassion.com slash RRR, like rapid repurposing roadmap. And we'll be sure to put the link to join us down in the show notes as well. And just in case you're not able to join us live, there will also be a replay. So thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time for another episode of podcast guesting for profit. Here's to living your life with passion.